Hey, it's Joe Solari here, and I wanted to talk to you today about an article about Spotify ejecting a bunch of AI off of their platform. I've seen some things come up in my Facebook stream about authors' concerns around this and saying things like, I hope that Amazon and Kindle Unlimited will do similar things. What I wanted to make sure that first you understand what's really going on, and it's a bigger, deeper story, and to help with some ideas around what kind of strategy you can have. So first thing, I don't want to discount any of your fears or concerns. When there's uncertainty like this, there's always going to be a sense of threat to your ability to control your life and the security that you have around what you have today. And that's the way you feel, and I understand that. But it makes me think about the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And this is probably one of those cases where we need some wisdom to know the difference. So back to the topic of Spotify and the AI music that was deleted. Let me set the stage so you understand all the players involved and what's going on. First off, there's a service called Boomi as a place where you can create AI-generated music. It's been around since 2019, and there's lots of people using it to create music that is on Spotify. About 7% of accounts associated with Boomi Music were shut down. So 93% of them were fine. Nothing was done with them. The issue isn't with music that's generated by AI. The issue specifically in this case was with people using AI and bots to generate false traffic or fraudulent subscription listens to Spotify. So if you think about it, somebody would set up a Spotify account and continue to listen on the streams of a particular account that they had created to generate revenue on Spotify. Now, this is nothing that we haven't seen in the publishing industry. This is authors stuffing pages into their books or getting automated systems to do page flips on accounts. This is a game that will be played till the end of time. There are always going to be people that are going to figure out ways to game the system so that they can make money. So for you to understand why this happened on Spotify and why it happened so quickly, you have to know about a guy named Lucian Grange. He's the CEO of Universal Music Group, and he has some very strong opinions about how streaming services should pay. He's talked about it in articles. He's put in his letter to shareholders, but he is out there and he is talking about why streaming services model is antiquated and needs to change. Now, you would think he's a pretty influential guy being the head of Universal Music and he re represents a lot of artists. Of course, Spotify would listen to him. But there's also another little piece of this that's interesting too. He's one of their largest shareholders. When Spotify negotiated in the early 2000s deals with the big publishers. The big publishers agreed to reduce what they would get paid on publishing for a stake in Spotify. That means in the case of Lucian Grange, he's on one side a supplier to them, but he's also an owner and investor in Spotify. So he's got some really interesting incentives in how this whole thing works. The in thing that I find is so interesting about this, in my view, is that the focus is on 
was came in so quickly on this fraud because what's happening, what's different in music publishing from your traditional publishing in, in, in the print world is that more and more of the big publishers, that being Sony and Universal and I think it's EMI, they are all also making more and more money from streaming because of the way that the royalty system works there. So when that pool of royalties is gamed and people are taking money out of that, Universal sees that as money coming out of their pocket. Now that sounds a lot like indie authors in Kindle Unlimited program and some of the big concerns that they've had over time about there being scams and people doing page stuffing and all the black hat and gray hat tactics that come into the marketplace to try and exploit a platform that doesn't do a really good job at being transparent. And that's the case with Spotify and with Amazon with its KU program is how that pool of money is collected and distributed is very different. And it's not one big bucket that is transparent. There's different buckets in each market and it's all varied on things that you as a participant in that market don't get to see. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to bash Amazon. In fact, many folks would never have the amazing careers that they have without that platform. It's created a very valuable product in the Kindle Unlimited subscription service that has made the perfect harmony between authors being able to make money and voracious readers being able to afford to fulfill their need in, in reading. I'm not saying that it's bad or you shouldn't do it. What I'm saying is understand the dynamics. And a lot of these things fall into that category of the serenity prayer of things you cannot change, that there are going to be issues like this. And in the case of Spotify, the fact that somebody that's dealing with billions of dollars and actually has ownership of the company, he's going to have his voice heard and is going to be able to do things like what happened there, which was focus in on a specific group of people that were exploiting that platform. And in his view, taking money from legitimate providers of music, right? Because if people are scamming the pool in any of these subscription services and taking that money out on poor products or because of the way that they know that the accounting works there and how they can game the listens and get that money out, it does take money out of the other people's pockets. So remember that as you're building out your career as an independent co content provider is anytime you're going to participate in one of these pools, there is going to be risk of scams hurting your income. How that gets focused on is not something that you're probably going to have a say in as an indie, unless you have the, the power of somebody like Lucian Grange has because he is the head of a massive company and his company happens to own shares in that platform. Now, currently there's a case, I believe it's Titus versus UMG. An artist is suing Universal a music group because of that deal that they did. And they agreed on lower publishing rights to get a stake in the company. Thereby does, in my view, would they negotiate away those rights? Should they be paying those people that are part of that publishing deal more money? Or does that stock actually belong to that group of artists that they represent? Now, that's not for me to really speculate on. And that's stuff that will be determined inside the court in that case as the facts come out. But my point in this whole thing is understanding that one, this thing isn't about creating AI content. 
It's about how people were using scams to exploit the royalty pool inside Spotify on AI-created content. So I did promise you that we would talk about solutions and ways to deal with this stuff. As your career progresses, continue to focus on your audience. The relationship that you have with another human being and they have with your content is what is going to create value and have you have a recurring revenue stream through your career. There's going to be more and more change than we'll ever expect. I'm going to be doing another video on AI related to what happens with open source AI coming into the marketplace and how that is fundamental change to what's going to be happening in everything we do in the future. But understand that the pace of change that we are dealing with now is only going to be increasing. And with that, we have to focus on what we have control over and what we can change. And the one thing that you can have 100% control over is the quality and the content in your books and the quality and the content of your relationships with your fans. And when you focus on those two things, all the other stuff is going to fall into place. And the reality is, is that everything that the automation is trying to accelerate and concentrate and improve is around those factors, is helping the right customer find the right content that they need to fulfill their unmet desire. And as long as you're doing a good job in making content and identifying the people that will want that content, your business is going to grow. I hope this helps calm your nerves and gives you some better insight into what's really going on in the marketplace.